0: In about 72 hours since Chivas got washed in the Clásico Nacional, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Chivas del Norte podcast. My name is varro and with me tonight, Flo and Luis are here to talk about uh Chivas's uh,
1: what are we calling it? Failure, embarrassment, failure. failure. Um, there you go. There's a lot of words you can use. We am gonna have to start What's changing that? the name to like the embarrassed fans del norte or something what's what's the english word for fracaso um i don't know like we're pochos so we don't know this (laughs) i don't know but we're frauds (laughs) that's what it is we're frauds our team is fucking embarrassing like i thought it was embarrassing like the last few times we recorded (laughs) we keep like nah they keep proving me wrong like nah we can get we can get worse than what we are (laughs) Bro, you
0: and Rigo predicted a win last podcast.
1: Yeah, but it was like out of like, because we talked about it and we we're like, we were so down on the team, and then we're like, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna predict a win. Like I nothing hadn't. about us was was confident. Well, at least I wasn't confident. Maybe Rigo was confident, but I wasn't.
0: <laughs> I was hesitant about predicting a tie, and look what happened. Exactly what I thought was gonna happen happened.
2: Bro, I had I had people in our Discord betting their Stimmy on a TRO win.
1: I, I saw stop. that. <laughs> stop betting your stimmies on the Chivas win, bro. I don't know what I don't know what you've seen on the team this season that made you want to bet on Chivas, but you guys gotta stop.
0: Man, alright, let's just start. I'm gonna start reading off the the outline that I made for this this ten page outline about everything I'm mad about. Alright, so Sunday night, Chivas took a big fat L against America. 3 0. Um off the start, you guys saw the starting eleven. What'd you would what you guys think? We started off with Godinho. On defense, we had Cone, Tiva, Pollo, Mayorga. Midfield, we had Molina, Beltran, Angulo. Up top, we had Antuna, JJ, and Vega. Lalo Torres was out with COVID, so he was a, uh, a big piece missing in that midfield. But what do you guys think?
1: I mean, I was, like, I'm never going to be 100% good with the lineup as long as Jesus Molina is playing. So as long as he's playing, I'm never good with the lineup. But as far as like we thought we talked about, he moved, he subbed out Bisuela, then he puts him back in. So I guess that was cool, um, and that was cool. It was good to see uh, Beltran back. But like I said, like I'm never gonna be happy with the lineup. This is how I am. I'm tired. Oh, yeah. I'm just tired of seeing Molina.
2: I thought I initially thought my old guy was a good move over Fonse. Um, didn't really play out that well. But I mean, Beltran didn't do much better when he came on. But I had no problem with the lineup since Torres wasn't available.
0: I mean, you're not wrong about um Mayorga being better than Ponce. One was on the field for like sixty <laughs> minutes, the other one was on there for ten. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, was so bad. it was tough. It was tough to see to see like to see them play and and just see them have like no answer for America. Like How- I, mean, I I don't even know if America was that good. I feel like we were just that bad.
0: Nah, uh, I think they were they were good. How how different do you think the game would have been if Angulo would have scored that first-minute opportunity? Do you think the game would have been different or would it have been the same
1: result?
2: I think we still would have lost.
1: Yeah, I, I, think, I think so too. I think over 90 minutes we would have lost the game. Um, it
2: would have Cause been would more have, heartbreaking.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> we would have sat back and and they would have attacked us and they would have scored their goals. Um, but, like, seeing Mayorga move and, like, that one play that I think you made a gif at it, uh, out of it when, he, when he makes that run into the midfield. he's literally the only player in the like in the center of the field. There's everyone's on one side, or yeah, everyone's ran to like the left side and leaves He met, pretty much ran into the middle of the field and no one was there. He throws his hands up like, where the fuck are you guys?
0: Yeah, I, I tweeted it out. Our our left back had to dribble all the way to our right back to find an outlet pass. He dribbled across the field to find somebody to pass it to. That makes no sense, and I don't know what the team or what Busa teach tells them to do. But that's not what you're supposed to do when you're playing soccer. Yeah. Wasn't
2: there people commenting? Oh, what, what's wrong with that? With that play? I don't see anything out of the ordinary.
1: Joelly. <laughs> <Like>, Joelly. <laughs> yeah. Nah, there's a lot of people who are who who, who blame the players, don't blame the coach for t- Like I don't. But it's it's like I, I understand blaming the players and being frustrated with the players, but when you look at the overall body of work of, of Chivas and Vucetich arrived, I don't see how you can defend Vucetich. Um, I mean, if they train, if they practice offensively, like on how to break a team down, how to move without the if they practice that, I gotta see video because I don't, I wouldn't believe it. I see them play, I don't see I don't see anything from this team. I don't like nothing offensively. I don't know, man. I'm like I lost for words. Like we've had Thomas Boy, we've had Tena. Who else have we had? Cardoso. We've had we've had pretty bad coaches. He might be the worst one, and that might be the worst performance I've seen.
0: We we almost made it out of the first half without conceding a goal though. And yeah, but I mean, that's not a win. That's no, a win. it's definitely not because the way América dominated us. But I think maybe if we would have made it into the without being down the goal maybe something happens in the second half maybe yeah
2: i i I agree 100 percent. if we would have made it to halftime zero zero i think we would have had a chance in the second half um or at least to maybe you know get a draw in the second half
1: i don't know where that chance would i mean i understand what you're (laughs) saying but i don't know where that chance would have came from because he made all types of subs he tried everything he brought chicote back out he did everything he could and nothing would nothing worked
2: he
1: um, did everything he could. He took out JJ. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other story, man. But, no, right.
0: he, he, you he bring up the subs. Time. Look, teach subbed in. Uh, I got the sub somewhere in here in the lineup. All right, so at the half, he takes out Antuna and Beltran. Antuna again, invisible in the game. I, I actually thought Beltran had a decent first half. And I think once he takes him out, we just looked like even more shit in the midfield. And so he takes yeah, out Antuna and Beltran for
1: Saldívar and Chicote Calderón. Yeah, the, the Beltran move, I don't understand how you look at, all right, I have to win this game. Because at that point, they're already losing, right? Yeah, like they one. Win the game. Why do you leave the player in who gives you nothing offensively? I mean, and we can, we're can we going to talk a little bit later about Jesus Molina's role on the team. But, bro, he provides nothing outside of a, of a lucky header. And we talked about this last week. Then bring him in the last 10 minutes or something like that. But he, sh- he shouldn't have subbed out Beltran for Molina that game. Like you needed his, whatever little speed at least he gives you and, and ball possession, you needed that over what Molina can give you offensively. Yeah, we,
0: we couldn't hold the ball to save our lives. And Beltran was one of the players. Beltran and Brissuela were the two players that I thought were actually holding the ball trying. when they would get it. Yeah, they were trying to hold the ball. You had Mayorga too who was making some decent runs, but they weren't getting support. So I don't know why you would take out. I don't know what you- what he saw that he's like. Let me take out Beltran and leave Molina in. And, like, if you look at um, there is a a Liga MX Twitter the Liga MX Twitter account tweeted out a graphic of how Lalo Torres has been doing this season. And I think he has, like, the most vertical passes completed in the league. And that basically just means Molina is just getting out of his way and letting him do what he needs to do. And yeah. not, just not doing anything himself. So, it's like,
1: why, why is he out there? Yeah, um... And the Chicote Calderon, like I've talked about it, he's not an attacking yeah. player. He's a left back who attacks with the attacking qualities. He's not a left wing. He's not an attacking left mid. So putting him in, you were pretty much wherever he was going to be that position. Outside of him getting another lucky goal, it yep. was pretty much going to be a, we're playing with a man down because he just there's something about him up there that he just doesn't understand. He doesn't have an understanding for it, how to play that position.
0: Yeah, I mean I said it last week when I was on the Eagle Eye podcast, I said um, Chicote Calderon hasn't been playing, but don't be surprised if Teach throws him out there just because he did what he did against America in the in the quarterfinals or whatever round that was, and look what happened. Teach just throws out Calderon like, maybe I'll strike twice. And To me, to me the
1: Chicote move was a sign of how he just doesn't have it tactically. He just doesn't have the understanding. It was pretty much like you're giving up tactically. You're gonna you're you're playing for the prayer that like he does it all over again. That like he gets lucky all over again. And he had at that point he had pretty much been outclassed by by what Solari did.
0: Yeah, Solari masterclass from Solari. I think that midfield that América had was just bossing everything. Machino uh, and uh, what's the other kid's name? Uh, Richard Sanchez, Sanchez, I think. Yeah, yeah, they were just bossing the midfield. Like Chivas had no answer for it. Yeah, they nothing. couldn't they couldn't even get past América's. Uh, forwards Like, the back line was
1: getting pressed like crazy, and they couldn't get out. Yeah, they um, no, it, they almost remind, like, and obviously he's from Europe, so it almost reminded me like of, of a way a, a European team defends. It's yeah. like even the great teams, like if we, today was a Chelsea-Atletico game, like Chelsea press so high up, and it's like they don't even allow you to reach their defense yet. We're like, we're going to shut you down with our attackers and our midfielders by how well mm-hmm. they position themselves and how well they're able to win the ball back. And that might be some of that European influence. I'm sure it has something to do with it. It's, it's at least
0: a new influence. And we've been saying it. Like, we take all these recycled coaches and they just recycle their same tactics. And look what happened to America. In less than one season, you're already seeing the, the effects of a new coach that brings in a new mentality to the league. Not the same old tactics that every Mexican coach has had. Bro,
1: Mexican coaches are trash, <laughs> man. And I don't care if you guys get offended by that they're fucking trash no who wants like why would you want a mexican coach our fucking soccer is not respected it's not good no one really plays well i mean occasionally you have Piojo, piojo's teams that play do well and stuff like that but it's not respected soccer like why would you want a mexican coach Amaudi needs to like and Amadi won't realize it because he just doesn't care enough <laughs> he tries he's trying to learn but he. i don't think he has an understanding of it that whatever whatever the team is doing right now it's completely wrong and we have to go in a different direction
0: well well, well I'll, I'll get into what i think about Amaori in like a few but let's just keep going on the game um busa teaches next round of substitutions he takes out mayorga and he takes out jj macias for chapo <laughs> and miguel Ponce <Bonsa laughs> at the 62nd minute So he went from um,
1: worse to worse uh, right off
0: the right off the bat, though, Bonson and Cello link up for one of the two chances that she was created the whole game. So I was like, "Oh shit, maybe something's gonna happen." And then, like three minutes later, Boncincello gets a red card. Clear, clear as day. Oh yeah, I saw people saying it's like, not like, a red. No, I was like, like, "What are you guys talking He, he was about. like,
1: "Please go to VAR." But yeah, we, well, we saw the replay, bro. You like yeah. you went with your cleats up, like you were so close, like from breaking his leg. You went studs up into
0: his calf, bro. Like. You're not not yeah, getting it was, a
1: red card. <laughs> it was a dirty ass foul. Yeah, he did, It was well deserved. There's not even argue there. But the subs, it's just a like a pointless sub to me, man. Like, why would you take my CS out? Like, in what mind? Like, in what world? Does that does that thought even come to your mind? And to take him out for a defender?
2: Yeah, bad. I and mean, then like as soon as he got as soon as he um got taken out, that's when uh, that chance happened, right? And yeah. you got to think if JJ was there, that probably would have been him. Yes. Yeah, maybe Definitely it's a little true.
1: different yeah yep. that's 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 a very interesting point and that's a point that I like to bring up when people like like when Molina scores a goal and it's like sure he scored the goal but he doesn't give you anything else maybe if we would have had somebody else in his position we would have had a, a different types of opportunities that's a perfect example is Macias wasn't there and what would that opportunity have looked like if it had been Macias who had that ball yep and then three
0: minutes after Bonz gets red carded, Henry Martin scores and then four minutes after that Cordova basically walks the ball into the goal. And I just wanted more goals after that point. After that I was just like keep piling them on and maybe Boostentiach will get fired. I don't know. Like maybe give us a five nil and that'll do it. But three nil apparently wasn't enough.
1: I thought the three zero not just that it was three zero, the way it looked. Yeah. Like how we looked like a complete dead team out there that had nothing to offer. I thought that plus the 3-0 was going to be enough for Busatich to get fired. I was surprised the next day when when I woke up and he wasn't fired yet.
0: Yeah, I woke up and the first thing I did was go into the, the CDN Discord and be like, is Busatich fired yet?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest, i turned it off at the 75th minute, so I don't even know what happened after.
1: <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> nothing, nothing happened. I'll tell you what happened. The ref said 90th minute on the dot, we're stopping the goddamn game. Hold
0: on, y'all ain't on.
1: worthy of stoppage time.
0: You missed the 89, the 87th minute substitution, Sergio Flores for uh, Jesus Angulo to defend the three-nil, the three-nil <laughs> loss. <laughs> oh, he said, "Let me take out an attacking midfielder
1: and put in the CDM to defend uh, this three-nil defeat." I hope, I hope people finally come around to him when I say that he has he's completely clueless and he has no idea when he makes subs. He just throws random shit out there.
2: No, he knew. He knew 4-0, He was getting fired. Let me defend the Oh,
1: that was his plan to defend that the was 3-0? His Plan. Damn. He knew it. <laughs> Damn, it worked. He's a genius, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he saved Last his job. job. Damn, that's a... <laughs> Is
0: is there anything salvageable from this game as a Chivas fan? Anything no. positive you guys take from this? No, Houdini um, looked bad. Did he? That Harry Martin header, uh, he was like way up front. I don't think he really looked I bad
2: mean, though. I felt like, uh, I felt like
0: Diva played well. I I actually thought I so too. I thought boyer looked bad. Like he looked nervous. He even picked up like a yellow card right away, like 14th minute yeah. maybe.
1: <laughs> I said this. Diva, I not thought like, Diva
2: was calm and collected. I thought he played well.
1: Yeah. I say this Boya not like the best with the ball. Like his no. passing and stuff like that, so, so he, there's there's that part of it where if teams press us, he's almost a liability. And if we have a lot of liabilities with him, with Molina in the midfield, it's like almost, it becomes almost too much.
2: Oh, yeah. like, do you guys ever like just watch Molina?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes. all, all the time, <laughs> all the time. Oh
2: man, he looks. you ever so see how he haste, he doesn't like to run back on defense? Like, he's supposed yeah, to be there
1: defensively, and he hates to run back. And, like, you always see him, like, you'll, you'll always see him run, like, once his guy already gets the guy that he's supposed to mark and gets the ball. It's always like, fuck, I got to get back. It's always, like, too
2: late. It was, there was one play where he was, I think he was looking around, or what he was doing. I don't know if he was, like, looking around <laughs> to make sure everybody was in position. And, like, while he was looking around, the ball just, like, passed by his feet. And then he, like, noticed it. And he was like, oh, shit. And, like, turned around and started running to try to defend. I like he, I like he looks so lost out there.
0: Yeah, he yeah randomly I mean, does jumping jacks in the middle of a game. Like
1: <laughs> so bad. I would love to find out what a coach sees in him. Like I would love to get like an understanding of okay, what are you, what are you working out here? Is it just the headers? Is that is that all it is? At least come out and say it, like, yo, he's only there for headers,
0: bro. And then we gave up another goal on the set piece. Like I think that's like eight or nine on the season now. Out of the 15, I think, that we've like conceded. Once per game.
1: What's that? For sure, like, once per home game. It feels like it. Like, yeah, give up a, a cross?
2: Who was guarding uh, Martin on that goal?
1: I think it was, like, a combination. I couldn't tell if it was Briseño or, or Molina. Yeah, it was a combination of both. Yeah, and Yeah, I was going to
2: say, I thought it was Molina. I'll blame Molina. <laughs> <laughs> that, okay there it goes.
0: There goes that stat about Pollo that he has like the most uh, one aerial duels in the, in the in the league. So that just goes down down the wind, down the fucking toilet. Um, what else Vega invisible I think didn't do anything. He was, I didn't like him down the right side. I mean he I was basically like playing right back at points trying to get the ball. So you can't do anything.
1: Yeah, I don't understand why they didn't play him more left on the left side or maybe down the middle and and I don't know what this infatuation of playing Angulo down the middle is. When he played at Necaxa, it was down the wings. He's always been a wing yeah. player.
2: Like when they wait. allow, I was gonna say, when they allow Vega to free roam and play up the middle and do whatever he wants, if he does so much. Even if he doesn't score a goal, he opens up so much for the team. Like in this game, I, I, I don't even remember him doing anything. To be honest, he was just there, stuck. It's probably he, game plan, to be honest.
1: Yeah, I've always thought he, he, he's better off down the middle. As a secondary striker, he holds up the ball well. He can dribble 1v1. He can make passes. I, I don't... To me, Angulo's not that player. He's not a, a an attacking mid uh, a t- number 10 that sits behind a striker. He's a wing player to me. I don't know why you just don't put him on the left wing, which is where he was in the Caxa, and play Antuna on the right wing since he's righty. I don't
2: know.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, it's Bro, pretty I'm... simple. Fucking put Chicote Calderon behind Angulo. They fucking played together and did it well. <laughs> Like it does like, you don't even need like a, a coaching degree for that. Just look at what they did on the class. I'm Like, yo, whatever you guys didn't are here. Yeah, I'll coach the rest of the guys. You guys just do whatever you did <laughs> on the left wing. Um, Angulo
0: No, Antuna randomly like fell on his face after doing like three step overs. <laughs> I was like, Bro, the crowd's about to make him cry again. Yeah, he's um, gets cocky sometimes. It's so bad. I I don't know what he needs to wear like a Mexican national team jersey under his Chivas jersey to maybe inspire him because he's not cutting in the Chivas jersey this season.
1: I'll be curious to see how he looks at the
0: the Olympic qualifiers this week. Definitely. Um, what else? What other players did we see nothing from? Macias basically never got a chance because we couldn't get him the ball. Yeah, because
1: we were so far back. Yep. We were We were pretty much in our own half. We couldn't get him the ball if he did. Well, he's, who's he going to pass it to? Nobody by the time the guys got up, he was already losing the ball,
0: Yeah, we had nothing from Asias. um what other player have we not analyzed? I think that's it. like there's just nothing to stand out, but Diva, maybe Brizuela and Mayorga's first half. besides that, nothing to take from this game I think
1: the question the question that you would have to ask and and I feel like I know the answer to it, but it's like do we have talent on the team? Because if you just look at this game, you'll be like Chivas needs a lot, a lot, a lot of help. But we've man. gotten help over the pre- over the past couple of seasons. We've gotten the players, so it's it's not the getting the players; it's making them play the way they were at their previous clubs. Yeah, so like I, you guys I walk think the away and like, there. all right, I'm I'm comfortable with the team, the way the like the the type, the players that we have.
0: Yeah, I don't the talent is there, man. I just we need somebody that can get it out of the player. That can get, make it work on the pitch, you know. On paper it's there, but on the pitch there's nothing to show for it. And again, yeah. I bring up the master class from Solari, you know, the perfect example of why more Liga MX teams should try something new at the coaching position. I think the thing about you need a
2: you need a coach that can get the most out of the players, but also a a coach that the players want to play for and a coach that the players respect. Absolutely. Like to yep. me all this all absolutely this, all this you know shit, it, it it doesn't happen if they have a coach that they want to play for and that they respect to me all that shit that happens off the field is them just saying no oh, fuck it I don't give a fuck
1: they're not happy on the field so they're like yeah they're, yeah, they're more careless Yep. Yeah. then we had the classical
0: fallout where it looks like all of Chivas' dirty laundry is coming out um, it started directly with Amaury when the video of him watching the game from
1: his cousin's wedding leaked onto Twitter I and respect then- it <laughs> Yo, if you got a wedding to go, sometimes hey, sometimes you don't know in advance when you're gonna play, and you got a wedding to go to. And so, a, a, a lot of people are gonna have have to miss games here. And guess what? He was there with a fucking laptop watching the game. I ain't mad at him. Yeah, I don't. I'm not mad at him
0: either. Um, I think uh, Maori has made it clear that even when he first took over the team, you know, he made it clear that he wants to take his time and learn how to be an owner, or how to be in charge of a team. And that's why he hired Pelaz. He kind of just took the backseat and said, you know what? I don't know how to do this yet. I'm going to take a year or two or three or however long it takes to learn how to do this job. And then I'm going to be more hands on. Right now, he hired Pelaz to do all that for him. And
1: it's just not working. Yeah, he's the owner. He's not, like, he puts people in position to run the club, run the team. Uh, We've said that he wasn't a, a. but he does he doesn't come from the soccer background he kind of, like he has his love is is like the media and, and movies and other stuff so most I feel like in in every team like you don't ever hear about like the owners like in this type of way it's always they put people in position and those people are the ones that are, are responsible to make the, the team successful so I don't know I understand why what was the big deal when his dad was there he would get criticized for being at the practices exactly for being too much involved. Mm-hmm. yeah so now can't win. somebody, yeah, his son put somebody in position. We were like, all right, he's not a soccer. He's gonna just put he put Belize. Everyone was happy when he put Bilice. He He's like, get you get somebody there who's gonna run the club. And now, now people are upset that he wasn't at the state. I don't like. Who cares? He watched the game. Yeah, he put
0: he put out a statement. Um, I'm not gonna read the whole thing because it's not that important. Like we're not criticizing him for being at a wedding, and although with social distancing and stuff, maybe, but you know he basically said family family's like a pillar and like very uh important value so he said on sunday i went to my cousin's wedding and um i watched the game from a distance so he said and he he said for some reason i didn't drink and i left at a reasonable time like (laughs) trying to like (laughs) trying to like i don't know like when like you would go out as a a, a younger kid and like try to make excuses to your parents while you came home like at 4 a.m but i don't know like he was explaining things and you know he doesn't have to do that like he's not the guy that's causing this right now
1: i feel like he's responding to the wrong thing like respond to the performance on the field like don't worry about the criticisms of whether you are like you're the owner who gives a fuck like respond to respond to hey what are you going to do about the about the way the team is playing that's what that's what i think he he should be responding to
2: i don't give a fuck if you're in europe as long as you're doing (laughs) what the fuck needs to be done to make the team better
1: well, that's a, that's what we got on Monday.
0: We got a uh, press con- conference from Belas and Vucetich. The next day, I think, like around five five o'clock in the afternoon. I
1: didn't watch that shit. I don't want to hear
0: their. <laughs> I watched it, and um, I was trying to. I was trying to live tweet it. I was right. trying to live tweet it and translate it, but I was just like so pissed at what they were saying that I couldn't do it like hundred percent. So mm-hmm. I just took like took out bullet points and tweeted them out. Um, it started off with Belas saying that. His resignation letter is on Amauri's desk and Amari can accept it whenever he wants. So basically, like, if you want to fire me, fire me. And he kept emphasizing that he wouldn't take a single dime from Chivas because, you know, people seem to care about that. Like, how much will it cost to fire me or whatever? He said, it doesn't matter. If I get fired, I'm done. I'm not going to take another dime from Chivas. Um, He's very emphatic about nos partimos la madre todos o nos seguimos en Chivas. Basically... We give it our all or we're not going to be at chivas anymore um he did talk about the youth academy he said the youth academy is developing promising players he mentioned that patio being in first place and what i thought was really interesting is he mentioned scouting the u.s for more mexican american talent which they don't really bring up because you know they want to expand the talent pool um sure. The bad thing he kept emphasizing that Busa teach is the man for the job and the right coach for West. I think at that point is where I lost it because Busitich talked.
1: why? Why? <laughs> why? Busa... It's a simple question that any reporter you would have got. Why?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what I don't have know. you seen
1: in, in, in the team that makes you think he's
0: the right guy for the job? Yeah, and simple? then and then teach talked, and it was like Charlie Brown when he, all he hears is his teacher going mom, 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 Like I couldn't <laughs> listen to what he said. Um, he like tried to crack a joke at one point about like, uh, damn, what was it about? Like, I've been doing this for like thirty-two years, and whatever, whatever amount of years he's been doing it, he's like, yeah, you know, I've been my job has been on the line week to week in the X amount of years that I've been coaching, and oh, he said something so stupid that I wanted to go through my TV and punch him in the face. He said, um, he said sometimes he says so they asked him about the substitutions he made, and he said, well, you know. Sometimes substitutions work and sometimes substitutions don't work. And that's
1: it. Oh, oh, so yeah. I was like, what? Oh, he's <laughs> totally like, cool. cool. <laughs> you put random shit out there and praying that it works. And if it works, you then need to do it again the next week.
0: Yeah, and so basically the press conference was Belai is taking the blame for what's happening at Chivas. Who's teach isn't going anywhere and the players have to try harder. And then after the conference it came out Rumored, you know, not confirmed, but according to media, if Chivas were to fire a they would have to pay him out $750,000.
1: So what? You're going to pay him anyway if he stays. You might as well just fire him.
0: What the hell's the difference? They You're can't afford pay him it, regardless. Yeah, but they can't afford to get anybody else to come
1: in and replace him. Nah, you can go get whoever's in the, the whoever's <laughs> coaching Tapatio. I don't care. Something <laughs> different. Do this is what you do. You get the guy from whoever's coaching Tapatio and you say, "Look, this what Stitch has done. Play however you want. Just don't do this shit." And then figure it out. And <laughs> bro, bro, I don't know. You got. There's got to be somebody you can get for cheap.
2: Go get Ted Lasso. Okay.
1: <laughs> bro, I'm glad I didn't listen to the fucking press conference. That shit would have pissed me off even more. I was already mad from from. It's a combination of mad and you like you know. Like like does, does it even surprise you guys when they, when they play like that? It doesn't surprise me anymore.
0: It surprised me how bad how bad we were. I'm gonna be honest. It it, it surprised me.
2: Yeah, that yeah, surprised me.
1: No. we those those, those we we're talking about this. It's funny because it was like a bunch of us. I think I think you guys both got involved. we were talking about it on Twitter today though that those Chicote goals in, yeah. in the playoffs. Like it 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 masked all of like weaknesses and and stuff like that because it made you believe that what he did was like making that move was the correct move and in reality it wasn't i'm not sure the goals happened but outside of that like that move gave you nothing and it's and to me it's just what Vucetich has been since he's been here it's a lot of changes a lot of never played with the same lineup and he's just trying random shit and hoping it works out
0: bro america america benefited more from the Chico Tassos than chivas did
1: yeah.
0: You know how bad that is?
1: In the long run.
0: Yeah. It was the best thing that could have happened to America because they fired Piojo and they brought in a new coach with new ideas. And we kept, and we kept
1: trusting in those chicote type moves. Yeah, indi- individual life. talent, individual yeah. moments of brilliance and rather than the collective how, it, how to yeah. Look collectively.
2: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. No. I find it I find it interesting that he said that the – that stitch isn't going anywhere and the players have to try harder. And that, that, to me, just makes it sound even more like the players don't want to play for this coach, that they're not even trying. And then – I mean, we haven't got – I'm sure we're going to get to it, but, like, the fines for poor yeah. performances and all that, that, to me, mm-hmm. also just screams, like, the the front office trying to get behind their coach and trying to force the players to – Play for a coach that they don't want to play for, or they don't want to try to play for. You know?
1: You think it's you think it's like the style of the way he plays that makes players not want to play for him? Because I've always said like Mourinho always had that effect, where he sure there's been times where he's won and he's won it all, but but the way he plays makes players not want to play for him. And within like a after like after he wins within like a season he's fired because the team just sucks. They don't want to play like
2: that. But I think it's the players. He doesn't have a clear plan. And I, I mean, if yeah, if you're if you're a professional player, I mean, you have to be smart enough to know like what's going on, right? You know when you go out there and you're completely out outclassed and what the coach is telling you to do just isn't working, but yet there's nothing else that you can do. You know, you have to catch on to that pretty quick. I just feel like the players at this point are just fed up and they don't even care.
0: It it just sounds like he's lost the locker room. And with these yeah. fines, um, you, you mentioned it, Flo, uh, I'll get into it, uh, you know, reports that she must find players for their poor performances against America on Sunday night, and they also find players that are on social media too much apparently. So that's, that's just so like stupid. That just sounds like a toxic work environment. Like how
1: do you find for poor performance like what how, what are the parameters I'm, for a poor I'm performance game then? It's been a fucking full season of poor performances. Find them every goddamn game, then, if, that, if that's what you're going on. To me, it's just, to me, it's, it's almost like they don't want to admit blame on their part. Belize and Vucinic. Yeah. It's like, well, let's put the players on the blame and find them for not playing the way they should be playing. Well, clearly, you're not putting them in a position to play the way they should be playing. You're not telling them to play the way they should be playing because nothing about the game, like to me, like I don't. To me, it's not effort. Like when you see them play it's like okay how about when we beat Pumas a few weeks ago was did we have the effort that why why did we win that game then so it's, to me it's not effort it's just the way the coach makes us play and the and the finding is just stupid to me Yeah like you said it's a toxic work environment
0: Yeah it's, I don't know it doesn't make sense and then you have reports that Amaury and Nelly Simon the um She's sporting director, I think, for Chivas Femenil. She's the general general deportivo. So they went into the locker room after the loss to Mazatlan, I think they're reporting. And Nelly Simon addressed the men's team and said, you know, why can't you be more like the feminine team? They try harder and make way less money than you. And if you guys don't start winning, Chivas isn't going to make any money. And she said that all in front of Pelaz and Amaury who had no reaction and kind of just let her all get respect, that off that's yeah two to, say.
1: to me that's, yeah. that's the same thing you're going on effort and it's not an effort thing we didn't lose because of effort we lose because Solari's game plan was better than Wozadija's game plan the, no yeah that's true
0: but I think that was against Mazatlan who we lost to at home like, like what do you I don't know I don't know I I thought that was a weird thing to leak Um, I just think that opens up like the feminine team for unwanted backlash mhm so I don't know what to make of that report, but apparently that's what split the locker room when Belias Teacher didn't stand up for the team. Because obviously as players, you're not going to disrespect someone in her position, right? Right. You're not going to talk up. So you kind of have to trust that your sporting director or your coach is going to be like, hey, like relax, all right? And he, they didn't say anything and kind of just let her get that off apparently. And that, you know, that hurts as, as a player as a locker room you know your coach or your sporting director don't have your back so why would you go out there and kill yourself for them on the field for 90 minutes every week in and week out
1: yeah i mean I, like i said i don't think it has anything to do with effort or that the. i don't like I, I don't even think that it's a team like not wanting to play for him i just feel like they just don't have an understanding of the way he wants to play it's not the wanting to it's he's not coaching them
2: correctly i mean yeah so that to me is Pretty much the same thing if you have a coach that doesn't know how to coach you and doesn't know how to put you in winning positions then why would you want to play for him yeah i guess i guess
1: it could be similar yeah
0: it's just broken
1: broken locker room broken tactics but just and stop that, with the effort stop with the They <laughs> gotta play with more levels no stop That's yeah right. i know That's not why we're losing the games
2: It's, like, it's it, like that mexican mentality you just gotta try harder, yeah,
1: just gotta yeah. try harder. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like whenever a Mexican would fight Mayweather, like, why don't you punch more? Punch more. <laughs> like clearly it's not that. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> like Canelo standing in front of you, punch him.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, the ganas is not yeah. that's not the solution here. No, you're gonna and find then, someone who's smarter and then outplay you. <laughs> even more potentially bad news for Chivas some um, reports that the three guys that are head of security for the Chivas, for, for Chivas' first team, they were fired over a disciplinary issue. It is rumored that Vega let people he should not have let into the team's hotel. Um, and then Chivas put out a statement that any disciplinary issue rumor that is floating out, floating around is not true or that they're not aware of it. So they're like, maybe we know, maybe we don't know. So that's not really clear. I'm sure there will be a fallout of that. Um,
1: the, the hits they just keep know, coming. Oh no! If they fire, they should know if they fire the people, right? If they
2: if <laughs> like they fired fire people. Them? Yes. Okay. Then yes, true.
1: <laughs> yeah, but who
0: knows? I don't know if it was a Chuyasso or not. But <laughs> <laughs> talk to your HR department; they would know. <laughs> yeah. So the heat, the hits keep coming for Chivas. Um, luckily, we get
1: a. Three week break from Chivas. They
0: the listen to game.
2: They listen <laughs>
1: to us. This is a hey, perfect time to fire a coach. And hey, that press
0: conference back. I thought it was going to be that, and they're like, "No, this is this is the guy for the job." I know we have a three week break coming, but this is the guy for the job. Dang. Chivas' next game won't be until April fourth against Santos at home. So another Sunday afternoon game.
1: I know Telemundo is triggered by that. And, Car- and Carlos, is man, you got to be up on a Sunday night. And they are gonna keep wearing Telemundo on the jerseys, and we gotta stop. We gotta take a- <laughs> that Telemundo logo on the jersey brings us bad luck. Clearly, <laughs> we had to that bad all season. That was a crash, jersey. Really. <laughs> Carlos was like, "Whatever, what's, what's I gotta do with us?" <laughs> yeah, they're like- playing, then
0: Carlos. You'd be helping the team then. <laughs> I like that they're they've been in good sport about it because honestly, the. Osvaldo's tweaks on the uh, Sunday night were probably the best part of
1: like, Oh my the god. I little letters in at the bottom.
0: Osvaldo's tweaks were oh. fire on Sunday night. I'm
1: dying each one. Yeah, that's why I like like Carlos is cool so it's quite cool. It's like good it's good fun to joke around with cuz he, he he takes it all like as a joke and Yeah. He's not that serious about it, and I don't know <laughs> if it's him. I don't know who 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 has a Telemundo, who runs a Telemundo Deportes account. But that shit was funny. How they were responding to links,
2: links to the game. <laughs> that shit was yeah, they sent me a link that went <laughs> to their app. I was like,
0: oh. <laughs> hey, At least they can take the banter, right? That's that's always good.
1: Yeah, you know what's um, funny is like when, when we, I think when we first had Carlos on the podcast. I think you said something along the lines of let's hope this this run with Telemundo goes different than last time. Yeah. <laughs> that and we, I, we were really bad last time. We went through some dark ages.
0: Mm-hmm. I retweeted that tweet on uh, on Sunday night too. Oh, did you? I'm, I'm pretty sure you saw it. Yeah, I just quoted it and I put nope. Because I was like, I hope we're better than the last time we were at Telemundo. <laughs> and I just quoted like, nope. Still the same shit team. Um, but anyways, Chivas won't have a game until april 4th because of a rescheduled uh, game against rayados because we lost six players to the national team uh olympic heard, qualifying squad heard the podcast. i was like all right we got to change it <laughs> uh, chivas has loaned out six players to the national team they took uh mayorga diva sepulveda angulo antuna vega and jj macias and the boosted teach casualties have been nene beltran and chicote calderon who were basically staples of that Olympic qualifying squad and because they've gotten their time their time played cut they are no longer in consideration as of now maybe by the time the Olympics roll around uh, Losana will take them into consideration but for now they are not making the trip and did I see think this who is what
1: happened did you see who was on it what do you mean who was on the on the list that the Olympic qualifier list Alan yeah. Cervantes. Oh, okay. You're not talking about Chivas players. Yeah. Cervantes is no, no, no. Former Chivas players that we gave to fucking Santos. Yep. And he made the list.
0: He's killing it at Santos, bro. I, I remember I don't think you rated him, but I thought he was okay. Oh, I did. I loved Alan Cervantes. Oh, did you?
1: Okay. Yeah. I was always mad that we saw that we got rid of him. I'm like, why? Like why would you get rid of a young prospect with with that's been called up to like all the youth national teams? Like why would you do that?
0: Yeah, we just keep giving talent away. Because I'm telling you, because we don't have the coaches that can get the best out of our players. Our systems have been trashed since Almeida left. And also, I think we have to get over Almeida. Like, I'm tired of I I'm officially tired of it. Like, it's not going to happen again. He's not going come back. Yeah, it's not going to happen again. So
1: let go of it. It wouldn't happen. What? Never. I don't know if it wouldn't happen. I can't say it wouldn't happen. You know how I'm, nah. we'll bring back. Well, too. not now. We can't no, afford him. Can in San Jose no, paid now. him. I, I can see it like in a year or, or two. I can see it happening. I can see it like in a year. We'll see. But I'm, I'm I, done. It, it honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if he ever came back.
0: If he never you know, came back,
1: he'll be back. No, if he came back, I would It wouldn't surprise me if he came back. He'll be back one day. Yeah, I would, if I had to bet money, I'd probably put. I'd probably bet money on that one day he would come back. No. Then again, we're not good at betting money. <laughs> Well, we'll see, but
0: I think this is like the perfect chance for Amaury and Velaz to be like, you know what, maybe Bucetich ain't it. Because if our guys start and kill it in the qualifiers, if they look like a freaking team, then obviously, right, something is wrong at home. It's, you know, this guy's taking your players and has them for like a week and is getting the best out of them. And you have them for months and you can't get the best
1: out of them. Something's wrong, right? And they're not playing easy teams. They play USA on Thursday. Well, tomorrow. Well, tomorrow, well they, or today. If, whenever you put out, If you put the podcast on Thursday, they play today. They play Dominican Republic. Oh, so they play first? On Thursday
0: at 5.30. Then they play Costa Rica on the 21st. And they play USA on the 24th. Or is that the and next Thursday then? Yeah, next Thursday. And if they oh, advance, exactly. they would have games on the 28th and on the 30th. Yeah, well, Costa
1: Rica and, and USA won't be easy. No, USA definitely won't be easy. They're actually looking to qualify to the world Cup, to the Olympics. They is won't it? have a lot of like the young. They won't have a lot of like the the reinas and the Western. McKin- they won't have any of those, but they have some European players on there and players that start in MLS. Yeah, they,
2: and they they're have, looking at
1: they a decent squad. Yeah, they're looking to to go to the Olympics and make some noise. And then Costa Rica has a lot of players that are playing MLS. I think so.
0: Is is Costa Rica the team that? john arnold wrote an article about them playing like random mexican people as preparation for the olympics
1: i have no clue
0: that was so hilarious bro um john (laughs) arnold like sunday league (laughs) yeah they took like a supporters group and played them and flew them out to wherever because oh i think it was haiti haiti played random mexicans because of all like the travel restrictions that they have uh-huh. So they they needed to prepare, but no one. I I guess no one could fly oh, out to them.
1: That's right, because they haven't been able to play games, right? They haven't yes. been they haven't, Yeah, they haven't played any like games leading up to this. Mm-hmm. So they just like flew out
0: a random Sunday league squad and and beat them like sixteen zero or something. <laughs> I was like, damn, we should have got called up. A Liga MX English uh, soccer team. Yeah, we've been talking about Daniel game. We, we could have had we Ivan at, at goal.
2: Our English team, and we
1: volunteer ourselves, Like we all get vaccinated, and we volunteer ourselves to play against teams in preparation for like the World Cup and the Olympics.
0: We could have, we could have had um, Ivan from the Eagle Eye at goal. He's always talking about
1: how he plays goalie. Oh, yeah, yeah. We should do that. We should we volunteer ourselves to play a random team, ra- random national teams. Like, imagine us versus like Brazil leading up to the World Cup, bro. <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: break some ankles
0: <laughs> <laughs> apart from getting assaulted in brazil we can get a, destroyed by the national team no thanks <laughs> um yeah so what do you guys think if our players kill it with these no. olympic games
1: will that open Maori or palas eyes nah nah they're stubborn at least balai seems kind of stubborn i know he said he's that his resignation letter is on amaldi's desk but i would have taken for some reason, I don't know. Like for some reason, I would have taken a, a by license someone who would have quit, like just a stand-up person who's like, you know what, I'm fucking quitting. Clearly, think, something's not working out. I think for Chris Hussle, he did quit, right? He himself he got, just quit. I thought he would accept the responsibility. Was well, it Beach acts like he he would accept responsibility, but he has yet to quit. <laughs> Bro, listen
0: he look like he was, like he had a gun to his head, on the other side of the camera during that press conference?
1: He didn't say Wild anything. 90% when we signed them we signed, him, when we signed him with the beach and they asked him about his stay at the national team and he said he was going to use chivas because they're all mexicans as like sort of <laughs> sort of like getting his revenge yeah like a second chance at a like at a national team basically definitely not working out Nah, he's a fraud he needs chupete suezo <laughs>
0: all right so if they don't open their eyes over the olympic qualifier games this is what awakes Chivas. Chivas is in 13th place with 12 points. Um, last season, 12th place qualified with 20 points. And then we also have Atlas, who is going to be disqualified from Liguilla if they don't pull off a miracle. I think they need to have around 10 more points than Atlético San Luis by the end of the season to be eligible to play Liguilla. Because if you're, they're in last place with the repechaje, they, I mean, for relegation, they cannot play Liga. So, right now, technically, Chivas is in 12th place and would play a repechaje. Yeah,
1: but we're going to drop more. Like, I think <laughs> not fucking schedule. We're going to keep dropping. Bro, Tigres? What else do we got? Santos?
2: Yeah, well, we Chivas, had all of our easy games. Yeah, we, we are here. not
0: fucking making the playoffs, bro. Chivas has 18 points left to play for. Our opponents are Santos, Cruz Azul. Lost. Lost. Sholos at home. Probably losing um, that game, too. Maybe. I don't know.
1: Uh, Rayados, Atlas, and Los. Tigres. Atlas is our only win. Damn. We're going to go 1-5? One, need... one, one and We six. need 8 points at
0: least to have a shot at 12th place.
1: Nah. <laughs> it's going to be nah, It's so embarrassing. I, I, I oh, think we get it. get it. But you think we get it just because in your mind you think it's impossible not to get through. Yeah, basically. Well, I mean, like, how are we not going to get through? It so is. Basically, there's, there's there's like 13
0: spots now because Atlas is going to get disqualified.
1: Oh, Atlas can't qualify? No, because they're last in the relegation. Okay, so top 13. Still, though, who's behind Who's behind us? Leon.
2: We don't play, okay, we Leon don't play one, one team that's behind us. So
1: yeah, that's true. We don't play anybody behind us, though. You see Leon's schedule. And see how, how it compares
0: to ours. We're tied with San Luis and uh, Tigres with 12 points. We're just behind them on goal differential. And because this is Liga and McKees, we're only 4 points out of 7th place. Well, 2
1: out of 8th. León still has Querétaro, Mazatlán, Juárez, Atlas, Toluca, and Santos. And that's a, good a lot of their games seem way more winnable than ours.
0: Yeah, that's a good schedule to have and then Pachuca
1: let's see, let's see Pachuca's schedule
0: so without looking at their schedule flow do you think Chivas makes it into at least Repechaje top 12 uh, no yeah I don't and see the only one that has
1: faith. Pachuca has Tigres, Pumas, Puebla, Monterrey Santos, Atlético San Luis that's a lot tougher that's more like ours those are tough so, games yeah tough games. but like... I still see Leon passing us though
0: Yeah, I think Leon's going to pass us. I feel like they're about to click. They just beat Necaxa 3-1 the other night.
1: And Pumas. Wait, wasn't Pumas a playoff team last season? Yeah, they made the final. They lost to Leon. Oh, see? They had those final... Oh, they're both teams in the final about to take off. Who do they got? Let's see. Pumas has Atlético San Luis, Pachuca, Necaxa, Tigres, Puebla, America. Okay, that's tough, too.
0: Yeah, I'm telling you, We have a
1: chance.
2: It would be Leon
1: who knocks us out, pretty much.
2: Yeah. So we have six games left, and we need eight points. So
1: at, Without Leon I mean, getting more than us. i only have eight. Yeah. You, look, you don't think Leon's going to pass us? Looking at their schedule, I think their schedule looks way better than ours.
0: No, yeah, I think they'll pass us, but if and we're going by, the- like, 20 <laughs> to qualify, we we'll, might make it. It's going to be tough, man.
2: Do you think that there's two wins left on our schedule? Uh, let me see. Santos-Consensum-
1: Maybe against Cholos and then Atlas. Where are they in the standings? Let me see. Cholos Cholos is is like tenth. Yeah, Cholos is in front of us, so they're gonna try hard because they they're also fighting. And Atlas is Atlas is doing good. (laughs)
0: Yeah, they should be like in seventh, but yeah, because they got that fake win over.
2: Oh yeah, over America.
1: Yeah, yeah. Forgot about that.
2: And, and we end off the year against Tigres when they're, like, in prime form.
1: Oh, my God. It's yeah. Tigres knocking us out. That's the thing Damn. that I'm, I'm scared Gignac, of the most. <laughs> knocking us out of the, from a chance at 12th spot. That's embarrassing.
0: <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're still butthurt about that final, so they, they always go hard against us.
1: Yeah, they are. They're really – that's still a kill. No matter how many championships they'll win, that, like, we'll stick with them forever. All
0: right. Well, I guess – Listeners, let us know. Let us know if you guys think Chivas will make the repechaje, the liguilla, whatever you want to call it. I'm going with yes. Luis and Flo are saying no.
2: I mean, look at look at. We need eight. We need eight <laughs> points. At maybe eight points to get to the end. We have six games left. So even if we win two of those games, draw two of those games, and then only lose two games remaining, that's the eight minimum points that we need to maybe get in. Without okay. see, yeah, yeah. And do you see only two losses on our schedule? I see more than two losses on our schedule.
0: But we have, but has three weeks to get it together. Oh my god, <laughs> my man's had like five months to get it together. What do you mean? No, nah, I, don't, I, I just think, <laughs> I just, it's me thinking it's impossible not to qualify. That's what it is. Like, I just don't get how you don't qualify.
1: Yeah, we are having this conversation on Twitter today uh, with Migi and dude is danny and Rigo chiva a few of us and I, one of the things i said was uh, the reason these coaches don't change is because the league is so mediocre that they can that they can get in and like last place and win the the title and it's true like the league is so mediocre that we can beat tigres and cruz azul even though in our mind even though if you see the way we played america like it just doesn't seem feasible but the odds are that we probably beat, will beat one of those teams
0: yeah there was a really cool um Oh damn, what the hell did the count do? We got like 17 mentions. I hope nothing happened,
1: but... Damn, you leaked your own news on the account. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, hey. uh, I nah, just there was a to the account. For real,
2: what? <laughs> uh, what I do,
0: shit. <laughs> uh, Status Kicks tweeted out a uh, a graphic of what of what the league would be like if it was a, the long season format as opposed to cutting it in half. And Chivas would jump from 13th all the way up to 9th place. That's, that's how trash that's how trash we are um so america, america would be in first Cruz azul would be in second and leon even with their trash season so far would be in third
1: oh uh, there was a login to your account yeah what that do? was Flo. oh <laughs> <laughs> damn Flo trying to hack us yeah he's tired of <laughs> all the puns tweets like <laughs> yeah
2: so right, change lag. the password yeah <laughs>
1: Oh, it's um,
2: just,
0: oh, somebody tagged us in a picture of the new jersey. That's why our mentions are going off.
1: That, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. I, I um, went through it real quick. Until they put the big Telemundo sign on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Carlos. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I guess we'll see what happens with Chivas. Um, I've been doing these uh, Twitter mention standouts, and I think we have some good ones this week. Hold on, hold on. Uh-huh.
1: Before because before you get into let me just shout out um go follow Tom Harrison. Oh, he yeah. wrote an article in uh talk mostly talking talking about Lalo Torres and how as a young Mexican he stands out for like the amount of touches he has on the ball and the amount of long, which I think he said earlier, amount of like long balls he puts. Um but then he also goes into like other midfielders. He talks about Jesus Molina, which I mentioned a little bit earlier that he pretty much doesn't provide anything offensively that he just stands around doesn't know how to position himself but it's an interesting uh, article it's on it's on his twitter uh if you guys want to go read it i think you retweeted it no i retweet i think you retweeted my tweet yeah i'll, but, I'll retweet it on the time yeah we'll retweet it follow tom harrison um maybe we should get him on the pod one day since he worked at a he worked for a team and and he does a lot of graphics and stats and he, like he backs his things up with stats it's not just him saying it like we say it because we see it, but he also has the stats to back it up.
0: Actually, we probably should have him on because our next game is against Santos and he did have, he worked with them yeah. for a bit. Yeah. So that'd be good insight to get on, like, tactically or like, uh, statistic wise, what to expect from that game. I think that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll shoot him a DM. Um, but yeah, let's move on to Twitter mentioned standouts or Discord standouts um, in response to. Players getting fined at Ademisto Mex 94 said it's the old people mentality. Social media isn't the problem. The coaching, the staff, the owners are the problem. I don't. We
1: I don't agree. disagree. We us, yeah. <laughs>
0: um At funny fat guy, same thing in response to players getting fined. He said, "Are they allowed to fine for poor performance?" <laughs> yeah,
2: i be, I'd be calling HR. So. I've
1: never heard that for real. <laughs> yeah. I've never I, seen any in any sport a team get fined because of poor and trust me I'm a Knicks <laughs> fan I, I know poor performance is yeah I don't know what I've the, never heard of a Knicks player getting fined for poor for a poor performance what are the parameters for
0: that like how do you like how do you measure that like, I don't I don't get it yeah um, there's got to be something there's no I feel like legally they can't do that <laughs> <laughs> at Julio number nine said what sanctions does the manager that plays players out of position, out of form players, insane substitutions, and employs a I'm not going to lose strategy get. Yeah, where where are Booster Teacher's finds, huh? Where are his sanctions for being trash? Yeah, I don't know.
1: That's that's when when I go to get my check and I see it's missing money, that's when <laughs> that's when I raise the question. <laughs> and then at Loopitz twenty three, uh what was this in
0: response to? I'm trying to find out. But it was funny. He said it starts with Ricardo Pelaz, then a Mauri for not firing who was to teach weeks ago, and <laughs> and to top it off, we have to look at that horrible Telemundo logo on the uniform. What happened to Chivas having the least amount of advertising on jerseys? The whole team is washed, and we're broke.
2: <laughs> but didn't you say we did that for free too, or what?
0: Uh, yeah. I read. I was reading that Chivas did it for free because. They haven't had well, not Chivas, but the league hasn't scheduled Chivas games for Saturday nights at either 8 p.m. or 10 p.m., which is where where they want them. But I mean, it's even on a Sunday
1: night, Yeah, even on Sunday
0: year. night, they this Classico just broke, um, like the most watched soccer game in the year. I think I think it had 1.7 million viewers. So yeah, when did Sunday
1: night become a bad spot?
0: I, yeah, I thought it was a good swag. We like, especially yeah you're we not going against
1: NFL, like their biggest yeah. game is like Sunday night. They like they move games around to like get the best matchup for that for the night game.
0: Yeah, if I, I would understand if we're going up against like NFL Sunday night football, but they're not I don't know what yeah. the bot what they're bothered about.
1: Carlos, come on, Carlos. Saturday we're partying, we're clubbing. <laughs> we're getting drunk with our uncles, we're eating carnitas, like, we don't want to watch the game, we don't want Chivas to ruin our Saturday nights, let him, let us ruin our Sunday nights, our Saturdays and then
0: in the discord (laughs) in the discord, in response to all the Pelaz rumors where it was rumored that he had got fired or that he quit, um, at Mexic38 said, the only thing confirmed is we fucking suck (laughs) (laughs) And then lastly, the last one during the game when Busta was making all his trash ass substitutions at Slippy, he said, Yani Ted Lasso hace esas mamadas. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Ted Lasso haven't motivated though. <laughs>
2: I'm
0: like... I gotta watch it. I'm, I haven't the
2: wait, what is you
1: it on? Ted Lasso? on Apple TV, right? Yeah, wait, is it a movie or a show? It's a show. It's
2: a show. I've never never
1: watched that last show. I've never watched it. it. I it. I, I forgot. I don't know it. if it was on Twitter or on I don't know. I was maybe I was watching something and the ad the, the I guess the trailer came off for it. And I am like, this
2: looks pretty interesting. Oh, it's dope. I think season two is coming out in the summer.
1: Oh shit. I'm
0: gonna watch it. I think I'm I have TV like T V login. A free six months or something of it.
2: Yeah, they had a when I when I signed up for it, I signed up for a free ten day trial and I binge watched it all within those ten days and then canceled.
1: <laughs> Bro, I had a year of it because when I got my phone I had a year of it and I never watched anything on it even though I wanted to watch the the show with the um, what's the dude who plays Aquaman what's his name Jason Momoa
0: oh yeah, yeah yeah I know what you're talking
1: about yeah he has a show where like it's a civilization that's like blind or something like that and I wanted to watch that show but I had it for a whole year and I never watched anything on it that
0: was like mm-hmm. me and Hulu alright let's end the the podcast on the positive note chivas leaked their uh 115th or i don't know who leaked it but probably chivas to distract us from the fact that they're so trash but they leaked <laughs> they know. leaked their uh 115th anniversary jersey it's uh it has the badge from 1923 it's like the muscle knight logo it's pretty cool
1: did you post the thing
0: yeah it's on our it's on our page on our chat
1: or our page our, our page our twitter page give you a live reaction to it I love my reactions. It's really nice. Yeah, it has that, it has
2: that old logo.
0: hmm It's really nice. Uh, and I'm mad because just like that, I'm spending money on Chivas again. Even oh, when they're trash.
1: Oh, that looks fire.
0: Yeah, I think it's really nice. It looks nice and clean too. hmm No sponsors,
1: nothing.
2: That so that 115 is on the back of it,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, that looks dope. That's dope. Just like that. I probably took 2 $3 out of my account again. I was so psyched. <laughs> began to cancel my GOS TV. <laughs> and then I got the nerve to say I don't have money to buy a new coach. Are you kidding me?
0: Well, that's why you got to buy the jersey. <laughs> you saw him out on his Instagram Live. He said, compren las playeras para que pueda yo traer uh, refuerzos." Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah.
2: Because <laughs> uh, somebody said... a website? <laughs> Bro, somebody...
0: somebody uh, in his live wrote um regalame una playera he's like no 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 puedo regalar tienen que comprarlas para que compre yo (laughs) refuerzos. I was like damn bro we're down bad but I think that wraps it up for this episode you guys have anything
1: to add before we end it nope 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 Nope. stay tuned for the next performance when we be back? probably maybe maybe, like we said maybe with time before the Santos game yeah definitely uh, hopefully a, a recap like how US players have done with the national team oh yeah yeah that'd cool. be good
2: hopefully by the time we go to Guadalajara again for a game we're not complete trash
0: oh you know I think yesterday was two years ago Flo, we were we went to the game I think I got like yeah, a, yeah. one of those Facebook pop-up. memory yeah. alerts or whatever <laughs> damn at least what was worse that that game we went to or the game on Sunday nah this one
2: <laughs> yeah just a bad day if it wasn't for the pandemic we would have been there we would have been so disappointed but...
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh well. No, yeah bad but anyways this has been another episode of the Chiba del Norte podcast we are out
1: peace, peace.